This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 29th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA sets new initiatives. Debt relief by the numbers. Genius ag scientist wins big. USDA announced funding for climate and other priorities. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack today will announce some new spending on climate policy and to deal with market disruptions and animal disease prevention. Vilsack is making a speech on climate issues at Colorado State University today. USDA has more than $7 billion left in its Commodity Credit Corporation account to spend before the new fiscal year starts on Friday. So there is plenty of money available for what's being announced today, according to a knowledgeable source speaking with AgriPulse. Debt relief tab could soar. The USDA debt relief provisions that congressional Democrats are trying to finalize could cost as much as $11 billion. That according to a cost estimate obtained by AgriPulse. That cost would be partially offset by $5 billion in savings from rescinding a debt relief program enacted in March for minority farmers. That according to the score from the Congressional Budget Office. Under a draft measure we reported on earlier this week, producers classified as economically distressed could qualify for payments equal to their entire debt on USDA loans. Loan payoffs for other producers would be capped at $200,000. The bill also would provide $1 billion to USDA to adjust loans. By the way, that cost estimate for the previous program, which has been blocked by the courts over constitutionality challenges, has grown from $4 billion when it was acted in March. The debt relief is intended to be included in Democrats' budget reconciliation bill. Now, for more on the implications of the draft conservation provisions, read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter today. Ag Scientist picks up Genius Award. Lisa Schulte Moore, a scientist at Iowa State University who developed sustainable agriculture techniques for corn and soybean farms, is getting a $625,000 genius grant from the MacArthur Foundation. Under a practice she developed, strips of native perennial prairie vegetation replace a portion of the field's crops, dramatically reducing soil erosion and nitrogen and phosphorus runoff. By approaching the serious challenge of food security, climate change, and conservation of our environment as networked pieces of a larger system, Schulte Moore opens new possibilities for a transformation in sustainable agriculture, the Foundation says. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Democrats plead with Biden on RFS volumes. 
Rural Democrats are urging President Biden and White House climate advisor Gina McCarthy not to cut renewable fuel standard blending targets. Senators and House members from seven states say in a letter that reducing the renewable volume obligations would undermine the administration's commitment to reducing greenhouse gas emissions. According to industry sources, EPA has been considering cuts in the RVOs reflecting reduced gasoline consumption. We have strong reservations about the potential for the administration to destroy over 5 billion gallons of biofuel volume from the 2020, 2021, and 2022 RVOs, the lawmakers write. A GOP view? Well, if these numbers are true, it's going to be the worst week in Washington for ethanol ever, said Chuck Grassley, an Iowa Republican speaking with reporters yesterday. Fish and Wildlife Service evaluating status of bumblebee. The American bumblebee may be headed for the endangered species list. The Fish and Wildlife Service has issued a positive finding on a petition to designate the insect as endangered. The petitioners, including the Center for Biological Diversity and Bombas Pollinators Association of Law Students of Albany Law School, presented information suggesting the bee is threatened by habitat destruction from agriculture intensification, livestock grazing and pesticide use, loss of genetic diversity, climate change, and competition from non-native honeybees. The bee's range includes 35 states. EPA doles out $6 million to study biosolids. The Environmental Protection Agency has awarded about $6 million to four institutions, including Michigan State and Johns Hopkins Universities, to study potential risks of biosolids, also known as sewage sludge. When biosolids are applied to land, they add nutrients, improve soil structure, and enhance moisture retention, EPA said. But they also contain a variety of pollutants, including PFAS, a group of toxic and highly persistent chemicals that have been found in well water around the country. The $1.5 million grant to Michigan State is designed using lab and field experiments to fill the knowledge gaps on the occurrence, fate, transport, and plant uptake of pharmaceuticals and personal care products and per polyfluoral alkyl substances, PFAS, at the nexus of biosolids, soil, water, and crops, EPA said. Jivo gets patent for ag-based jet fuel. The Colorado-based biofuels company Jivo has announced it is receiving a new patent for its process to turn ethanol and bio-based alcohol into renewable diesel and jet fuel. Jivo expects to finish construction in 2024 on a facility in Lake Preston, South Dakota, that can process 30 million bushels of corn per year, producing 46 million gallons of jet fuel, that according to CEO Patrick Gruber. We have more on sustainable aviation fuel in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Major boost seen coming for Ukraine walnut exports. Ukrainian farmers will have a bumper walnut harvest this year, and the country is expected to export a lot more in the 2021-22 marketing year after a decline in 2020-21. 
That according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service. The FAS is now predicting that Ukraine will export about 108,000 metric tons of walnuts in 21-22, up a whopping 45% from the previous year when shipments suffered due to a fall in global demand resulting from COVID-19. Most of Ukraine's walnut exports are sold to buyers in the European Union, a major market for U.S. producers as well. Here's today's He Said It. All the stuff that's going to hit the fan is going to hit the fan, and it's going to stink. That Iowa GOP Senator Chuck Grassley's assessment of how EPA's proposed renewable volume obligations will be received. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 29th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.